Hello and welcome back to Undead Ventures. I am your host, Rowan. This episode is titled, It Doesn't Go Away, where we follow a group of friends who make their way across the country on a road trip vacation, when something goes wrong close to their destination. Thank you for listening, I hope you enjoy. Wakey wakey Remy baby. Siren sings as she dances into my room, how she always has this much energy in the mornings I will never understand, still half asleep, I sit up in my bed, hey Siren, I sleepily say to her, she asks me if I am excited to be heading out on vacation today and why I am still sleeping, some of us just really love to sleep Siren and some of us aren't full of energy the way you are I laughed, as I start to wake up and process life, the smell of food fills the house, I ask her who is cooking and she tells me Declan is making a late breakfast and that Adora is here as well, that they both are in the kitchen, awesome I think, I am the only one who isn't up and ready yet, I head to the bathroom and Siren dances down the hall towards the stairs with the last bit of things she needs to put in the car, I should probably take my bags out, I shouldn't have procrastinated, I use the bathroom and wash my hands, I splash my face with some water and put on a face mask, my eyes still heavy, yawning, I make my way downstairs. I am so hungry now that I smell food, I get into the kitchen, Adora and Declan are at the table with some coffee and a plate of food, I tell them good morning and I grab a plate and cup, well look who is finally awake sleeping beauty, they say and we all laugh, Adora asks if I am packed and ready, I tell her I am but I still need to take my bags out to the car, stop rushing me I tell to her, as I shovel food into my mouth, Siren comes singing and dancing into the kitchen, I tell Declan how good the food is and thank him for making some breakfast, I didn't realize just how hungry I am, Siren grabs some coffee and Declan announces we need to leave by noon if we are going to stay on schedule, but it's only 9am I say, we still have some time, I finished eating, I head into the bathroom to wash off my face, grabbing my bags before heading back downstairs and Adora tells me she will help me carry them out, we get out to the garage and she asks me if I am alright, that I have been quieter than normal, I tell her I am fine, that I am just tired, I understand, she replies, I just wanted to make sure you're alright, Adora says in a concerned voice, we start putting my stuff in the car as we joke and laugh, neither of us are ready for the long drive ahead of us, we are driving from Pennsylvania to California, we all wanted to hit the theme parks out there for vacation as we all love coasters and all that, we are both still excited for the trip, even if we are not ready for the drive, as we wander back into the house, we let the other two know I am packed up now, I tell everyone I know how long they've been waiting for me, ours and ours, Siren tells me I took too long and we all laugh, Declan is happy because we can leave earlier than expected. He loves being on schedule but he loves getting things done sooner whenever possible even more. Alright everyone, let's go. Declan exclaims, well what are we waiting for, I joked, as we all make our way to the car. Declan offers up to drive first. Adora volunteers to be the second driver. I hate driving for too long so I don't argue. I am good with them driving the first part of the trip. We stop at a gas station down the road. Awesome, I can grab a monster and snacks before we officially hit the road. We get our stuff and Declan pumps gas, California, here we come. Siren yells excitedly, Adora puts on some music, I am still tired but decide to listen to some scary stories as we get going again as I don't want to nap too early, we will be driving for a long time. We get into Ohio, we are making good time already, Siren takes a photo of the welcome to Ohio sign, she is always taking a picture of something, Ohio is such a boring state to drive through, there isn't anything but fields, cows, that old hell is real sign and grandpa's cheese barn can't forget about that, it's boring, even on the highway, I always hated driving through Ohio because of that, after driving for a couple of hours, 
Declan tells us he is going to stop at the rest stop down the road a little bit. He doesn't know when the next one will be and wants to stop before we can't for who knows how long. I'm glad he is because I need to use the bathroom and stretch. We pull off and we get out. Stretching as we all walk up to the building. Once we get into the bathroom, Siren, Adora and I all gag. It smells so bad in here and not the typical rest area bathroom smell. It stinks. We ask Declan if the men's room smells that bad and he said it didn't. It just smelled like a normal rest area bathroom and it wasn't as bad as we said the women's was. Declan jokes about how women must be dirtier than men. We all laugh and we get one more stretch in before piling in the car again. Yeah Declan, that has to be it. I tell him, as we get going again, I start to nod out. I think it is time to try and nap, but I can't get myself comfortable. I scroll through Instagram and Twitter, but those get boring very quickly. I go back to YouTube for some scary videos as those are my favorite to watch. Being in a car for this long isn't going to be very fun if I can't figure out something to do to pass the time. As I settle on what videos to watch and chatting with them, I completely lose track of time. Declan says we made it to Indiana already, Indiana so quickly. I question, how? I feel like we just left that rest stop. Siren informs me we left that rest stop about two hours ago and asks me what world I have been in to not realize how long we have been driving. Can we stop at the next exit? Adora asks, I need to use the bathroom. I second Adora as I need to use the bathroom as well and would like to get out of the car for a few. Declan tells us he needs to get gas anyway. So we pull off at the next exit and find a gas station. We go in and use the bathroom. We also grab some more drinks and snacks for the ride. As Declan pumps gas, Adora tells him she is willing to drive for a few hours to give him a break and he says that would be nice. He needs to take a nap. He loudly jokes about being the first one up this morning as he climbs in the back seat and puts his head on Siren's lap. So I get up front with Adora and she tells me to put something on to listen to. So I open Spotify and put it on shuffle. I don't know what I want to listen to and Adora said she didn't care what was on either. Declan quickly falls asleep as we drive down the highway. I guess he really was tired. Adora and I get to talking. Siren isn't paying much attention to us. She has her headphones in and her eyes closed. Adora asks if I am excited and I tell her I am. None of us have ever been out to California. I ask her when I am supposed to drive so I can prepare myself. I get a bit nervous driving long stretches in places I haven't ever driven before. She lets me know it won't be for a while as she is too awake right now. I will gladly sit up here and chat if it means I don't have to drive. We drive for about 3 hours and Adora says she needs to stop. Gotta use the bathroom again. Siren wakes Declan up and lets him know we are stopping. He is a little grumpy and tells us his neck is a bit cramped. We are almost to Illinois though, Adora said. We can stop for food when we get there. Sounds good to me, I reply. Nothing too spectacular happens at the place we stop at. We only use the bathroom. Just a quick stop as we still have some snacks and drinks from the last place we stopped. I plug my phone in and we start heading towards Illinois. Once we make it there, we see a sign that says there is a Taco Bell off the next exit and we all talk about how good that sounds, so that is where we all decide to eat, my body aching after sitting for so long. It has been about 10 and a half hours of driving so far. We order and find a table, commenting on how this particular Taco Bell seems different than the one back at home. But we just agree it's because it is a new place we haven't been to, while we are eating. Some strange guy comes over to us and interrupts us, asking things like where we are from, how long we have been driving, where we are going. We humor him for about 20 minutes until I think he senses we don't care that much to talk to him. So he says his goodbyes and wanders outside. We start laughing about how weird that whole situation is, but we forget about it as we get to talking again. About an hour later after we are done eating, Declan asks if we are stopping here for the night or if he should drive again until we get to another state. I tell them I would like to see St. Louis at night, that I hear it is beautiful with all those lights. Everyone agrees that we should head out there and find a room for the night. 
we clean up our mess and use the bathroom, we fill up our cups one more time and head outside. As we walk out to the car, we notice the strange guy that came up to us is still here, but he is just sitting in his truck not doing anything, he is just staring out of the window of his truck, how odd is that, Siren said, what a weirdo we agree, it's been like an hour since he left, why is he still here, we don't put too much thought into it and we leave, we pull out but we notice the guy pulls out behind us, we get on the highway and he does as well, is he following us, why would he be following us, we don't know him, as we continue driving down the highway, Declan notices he is going in the other lane and seems to speed up to pass us, a little creeped out, Declan slows down to let him pass and get ahead of us quite a bit, but as the guy starts passing us, he is staring right at us with this huge giant smile and dead eyes, after passing us he speeds off into the distance until we can't see his truck anymore, I ask if I am crazy or if that actually happened, everyone says loudly that it indeed happened and I am not crazy, we make a comment about how odd that whole encounter was, but we keep driving, Declan speeds up a little bit now that the guy is gone, about two and a half hours later, Declan pulls into a rest stop, we all need a bathroom now that the Taco Bell has settled, as we are driving in, Declan says he sees the guy, his big red truck is parked at the end of the parking lot, we park and see the old guy walk out of the building, Declan asks him if he had followed us out of Taco Bell on purpose and why he was staring at us as he passed us, but the man tells him he has never seen us or our car before, we tell him about Taco Bell and how he talked with us for 20 minutes and stayed in the parking lot for over an hour until we left, but he insists it never happened, he informs us he hasn't seen anyone on the highway for hours and that this is the first stop he has made since entering into Illinois, he isn't from around here, just passing through on his way to Oklahoma, the man gives us a dirty look and gets back into his truck, he leaves and we try to shake it off as just a weird coincidence and use the bathroom, how could that not have been the same man, the same truck, who or what was that if not him, we stand at the car to talk about what the hell just happened because none of it made any sense, let's just hurry up and get to St. Louis, I don't want to be in the car anymore, I say, Declan agrees and told me that sounds good, he just wants to find a place and call it a night, we make our way towards Missouri and soon enough, we see the St. Louis arch in the distance, Adora sighed in relief and said, finally, we made it, we didn't see the guy or his truck since we left the rest stop thankfully, I make a remark about how pretty the city is and Siren laughs at me, you need to get out more, she says, what does our town have to offer, I say to her, cows, fields, cheese, nothing like this at all, just cows grazing in fields and I don't care to watch that all day, that's when Declan gasped, he pulled into a truck stop for gas before trying to find a hotel and who other than the guy in the big red truck is there, he said he was going to Oklahoma, why is he here, in St. Louis, he is standing on the sidewalk, just staring at us as we pull up to a pump, Declan gets angry and tells us to lock the doors after he gets out, Siren asks him what he is going to do but he doesn't answer as he slams the car door and marches over to the man, we can tell he started yelling at the guy, so we get out to figure out what is going on, Declan is yelling and waving his arms around while screaming about how the guy is following us, asking him why is he staring at us, the guy is saying he has no idea who we are, that he is just stopping for gas as he is going to Arkansas, he left Iowa just a couple of hours ago and never went into Illinois as that would be completely out of his way, this is the second story he told us, he said he was going to Oklahoma at the rest stop, but now he is going to Arkansas and never went to Illinois, people are staring at us like Declan is nuts for the yelling, the police show up and come talk with us, someone must have called them over Declan screaming at this guy, they separate us from the old man and we tell them what happened, the guy tells them the Arkansas story and nothing happens, they just stay there until the old man leaves one way and we leave the other way, I don't know if I am comfortable staying in St. Louis now knowing the man is somewhere around the city doing whatever it is he is doing, would he show up at whatever random hotel we decide on? 
We drove down some winding roads until we come up to an overpass. We get back on the highway and drive to the Kansas border, hoping we do not run into that old man again. We drive into Wichita and find a dinky little motel with a convenience store next to it. After driving for about 20 hours now, we decide to get a room for the night and get a late checkout for the next day so we can sleep in. The next morning I am the first one to wake up, I leave a note saying I am going to grab a monster next door and then I will be right back. As I make my way across the parking lot, I notice the big red truck driving through the motel parking lot to the other side of the building. Maybe it's someone else with a truck identical to the old man, that is a possibility, I tell myself. I walk in the store and hear a jingle of a bell, probably to let the clerk know someone is here. I hear a clerk yell out hello, I'll be right with you, I'm not in any real kind of rush, I tell the clerk not to hurry for me. Then I am still looking, the bell jingles again, Remy, I hear, it's Siren. Hey Siren, I tell her, still a little sleepy, she comes over to the cooler I am at and we start looking for something we want and something the other two would like. We walk up to the counter and the clerk is talking with the old man we keep seeing, was that actually him that I seen driving through the motel parking lot? Siren and I look at each other in disbelief, this can't be him, can it? He gives a wink and walks out the door, we ask the clerk if she knows him and she says he is a local who lives at the motel next door. We tell her the story of Taco Bell, when he passed us on the highway, the different stories at the rest stop and again at the truck stop. She tells us that's impossible because he was just in here the night before, he wouldn't have had time to do any of that and still be here this morning, we keep that in mind as we go back to the motel, Adora and Declan are awake now, we read your note, they tell us, we tell them that we just seen the old man at the store, but the clerk said he was a local who was just in there last night, we convince ourselves the guy is probably a doppelganger and we forget about it, we settle on Bob Evans for breakfast, and we head over there, I am starving, when we get there, the hostess tells us there is about a 15 minute wait for a seat and we tell her that's fine and we wait. Declan asks where we want to stop after we leave Wichita and I tell him I just want to get to California. After all the things that have happened so far, I have lost interest in hitting any tourist spots along the way. Siren and Adora agreed. Declan seemed a bit bummed about it but he said he understood why we didn't want to anymore. The hostess calls for us and we follow her to a table, we order our food and Adora makes a comment about how she would like to get a plane back to Pennsylvania when we leave California. Siren and I reply saying we would like to do the same, Declan argues and says we shouldn't let a few weird things get in the way of what we plan to do on this trip and how it would cost us more than we plan to get a one-way ticket back home. I let him know that a one-way plane ticket would be cheaper than gas and Adora back me up. After some convincing, Declan finally agrees with us and says after we are done in California, we can drop the car off at the rental place and catch a plane back. We get done eating and before we leave, we use the bathroom. Declan asks if we want to check out Wichita as this will be the last place we stop for a while, but nothing seems fun enough to put us off schedule. We leave Bob Evans and stop for gas one last time before we head into Colorado. Declan jokes about Mary Jane while we are here, but we all agree that probably wouldn't be the best idea while we are driving. We make it through Colorado without any issue and cross the border into Utah where we decided to stop and stretch since we have been in the car for some time now. We use the bathroom grab a drink, then we get back on the highway, passing nothing but wide open spaces for miles and miles, a city only every once in a while until we hit Nevada, Siren asks if we can stop in Las Vegas while we are here, it would be fun, Declan said we have the time to stop for the night in Vegas if that's what we really would like to do, so that's what we planned on doing, as we drive towards Vegas, we play music and a guessing game to pass the time, not really thinking much about anything as nothing weird has happened in quite some time, we haven't seen the old man since we left Wichita nor have we seen his truck anywhere. As we get into Vegas, we find a motel just outside the city that is way cheaper than the hotels in town. So that is where we go, 
we all wanted to shower since it has been like two days since we have been able to, Declan gets two rooms, one for him and Siren, one for Adora and I, we find the rooms, they put them right next to each other thankfully and they end up being that kind where there's a door connecting them, we get inside and we open the connecting door, taking showers one by one and getting settled into the room, once we are ready, we get to talking, should we Uber or drive ourselves? We wonder, Uber would be the better option in case we all want to get a drink, Uber it is, the Uber arrives and we pile in, and we head out to Vegas, the lights lit up the dark sky as we drive down the strip, we get to one of the casinos and get some food before deciding on where we want to go first, Declan and Adora want to play blackjack but Siren and I want to get on the slots, so we split into two groups and head to where we want to be. After some time, both of our machines start to go off, ding ding ding, neither machine stop, we both won, I haven't ever seen two machines so close to each other win like that, but I wasn't going to fight it you know. We collect our winnings and when we go to find Declan and Adora, they are already making their way to us. Siren tells them they will never believe what happened but Declan tells us the same thing, they played two different blackjack tables and they both won. That's when Siren tells him the same thing happened to us. We were on two different machines and they both went off. We both won, we decide not to gamble anymore as none of us want to gamble away our winnings, so we grab drinks and find a table. This has been fun, Adora says, I am glad we decided to stop here for the night, I am glad we stopped too. After finishing our drinks, we call an Uber and go back to the motel for the night, Declan and Siren passed out pretty quickly once we got back, but Adora and I couldn't sleep. We stepped outside and sat on the curb, we chit chat for a while until we notice a familiar truck coming our way. This can't be happening right now, is this seriously happening again? We both immediately go back into the room and lock the door. We go into Declan and Siren's room and make sure that is double locked as well. We are unsure if he saw us. We are hoping he didn't notice us sitting there. We lay down and get some sleep. We are woken up by Siren singing and dancing. Siren, why are you always singing? She replies saying I don't know, I just enjoy it. Adora and I get out of bed and I go to use the bathroom but the door is locked from the inside. Adora, did you lock the door? I asked. She says no I didn't. I haven't used the bathroom since before we went to bed. How odd. I think to myself, we get it open by using a quarter to unlock it from the outside and I go in. I ask Siren where Declan is and she tells us he went to the party store down the road to grab us some drinks and he will be right back. Declan pulled in right as she is telling us this and he barges in the door, you will not believe who I just saw, Declan yells, the old man was parked at the party store staring at me when I went in and he was gone when I came back out, I don't know where he went. Officially creeped out, we check out of the motel and quickly leave, we don't want to be around here anymore. We tell them we seen him last night while we were sitting outside of the room talking but we don't think he saw us, we find the highway and quickly start heading out towards California. We decide to not stop unless absolutely necessary as we only have something like 6 hours left until we get to Anaheim. As we try to finish this last leg of the trip, we finally make it into California. Declan announces, not much longer now until we can sit on the beach with a margarita or get on some rides, not being in any kind of rush to do anything. Sounds spectacular if you ask me Adora responds, it really does sound spectacular, I reply. This part of California isn't much different than Nevada, just desert with a town scattered here and there, not a whole lot to look at. Declan loudly says Baker California, we pull off the freeway and see a gas station not too far from the off-ramp, we're going to stop in here for gas and try to finish the trip in one go from here Declan tells us, sounds good to me, Siren said in an exhausted voice, we get into the gas station and get to a pump. Declan says he is going to just fill the tank and he will be inside in a few, alright, we tell him we are heading in, it's too hot to stand out here and wait for you, we get inside and the clerk asks how we're doing, good, we say, heading straight to the bathroom. 
Declan walks in and starts talking with the clerk while he paid for the gas, tells her where we are headed and she warns him about the route we are taking, saying that we need to be careful or to take a different route to Anaheim completely, it's going to be dark soon and nothing good ever happens on that road after dark. He informs her we will be fine, that we have driven from Pennsylvania and haven't had a whole lot of issues. She gives him a concerned look and says she would be more comfortable with us taking a different route as we are out of towners but we don't think much of her warning at the moment, we just want to get a few things and finish our drive. We get back outside and I say that the clerk gave me an odd feeling, like something was off about her. They all agreed with me saying they felt the same, but none of us could explain it. Adora and Declan don't usually think like that, they both are typically level-headed people who have an explanation for pretty much everything. So when they agreed that something seemed off about the lady in the store, I got a bit nervous. What if she was right, what if something happens, and we don't have any service? We won't be able to do anything unless someone drives past us, but the lady said the locals don't go that way after dark, so it could be hours until we see someone if we end up stuck out there. As nervous as I am, I really try to get it out of my head, I don't want to think about that. We get some music going and leave the gas station, unsure of what will happen on this last part of the drive. We make our way towards Anaheim at a half hour after we leave Baker, the car starts sputtering and stops while Declan is driving, we ask him what is going on with it but he just says he doesn't know, he steps out of the car and opens the hood, smoke rolling out from underneath, that isn't a good sign, Declan coughs as he steps back away from the car, this shouldn't be happening he said, the car was fine when we left Baker. We get out to see what exactly is happening, but Declan just says that he doesn't know why it's smoking, it's 8pm and now we are stuck in the middle of the desert in California, a two days drive from home and no cell service. Exactly what the clerk at the gas station had said would happen. I can tell we all are getting a bit nervous as it is starting to get dark, none of us really knowing what to do, we sit down in the dirt and dust. Siren sighs, I hope one last person comes out this way before the sun goes down. I don't want to be stuck out here all night. Declan scoffs, you don't actually believe what that nut said do you? At this point, I believe her, I whisper. No one is coming from either direction and the sun is now gone, we are stuck out here because the car still won't start and we don't have any way to fix it ourselves, I cannot believe we made it this far for this to happen when we are so close to where we were going. I say we could nap in the car until the morning and they all groan, that would be uncomfortable, four of us trying to nap in a four-door sedan? Yeah alright, I start to get this sense of dread, the air is starting to get heavy and I feel confused. I think the rest of them feel it too. We all look at each other and that is when we see a pair of headlights coming a few miles away, did someone from Baker come looking for us? Is it the lady from the gas station? As it gets closer and closer, we realize that it is that big. Red. Truck, it's barreling right at us, he sees us and the truck screeches to a halt, it's the old man. The same old man we have seen throughout our drive. We stand up at this point and he gets out and walks up to us, asking what happened to our car. Declan asked him who he is and how does he keep finding us? The old man finally admits to following us, but. Something is strange about him, he is even stranger than he was every other time we had seen him, I didn't think that was possible. At that moment, his face starts to distort as he tells us he knew we would be here, he was just waiting for us, watching for us. His mouth opens wide into a smile that stretches from ear to ear, his eyes turn into huge black holes. His face starts to melt and as he is talking, his voice is slowly turning into a low growling noise until finally, he is screaming. He is screaming so loudly it fills the void of the desert and it is all we can hear. I can't hear myself think, I can't look away from him. He starts to run at us and I think Declan must have snapped out of the daze he was in because he starts screaming at the top of his lungs. Declan grabs this big rock and starts running at the old man. The old man stopped and stared at Declan and the next thing we know, the old man is gone, 
he just disappeared. But how, where did he go? None of know what the hell is going on, but we all scramble for the car. We need to hide ourselves as best we can. None of us want to be out in the open if the old man comes back. Adora tries starting the car, it turns over and she tries again. It starts, the car starts so we slam the door shut, none of us bothered with seat belts in the moment as Adora sped off down the road, trying to distance us from whatever that was. After we get a good distance from where the car had died, all of our phones start dinging with notifications, our phones are working again. We get our seat belts on and sit in silence as we make our way to Barstow. We stop at the first place we see, a service center with a gas station and a mechanic connected to it. We park and as we sit there, Adora loudly yells what the hell just happened back there. We don't know, none of us have an answer. Declan finds the mechanic and asks him to take a look at the car, that he will pay for it and talk to the rental place when we get to Anaheim. We go inside, still too stunned to notice the clerk at the counter. As we stand just inside the door, the clerk asks if we are alright. Do we need anything? What's wrong? We calm down enough to tell the clerk what happened to us and she looks angry. She asks us if the clerk in Baker told us about the old man who died on that stretch of road and the reason why the locals don't go that way after the sun goes down, we tell her no. She did not tell us anything about any of that. She goes on to tell us about an old man who worked in Baker but he lived in Barstow, he would take that route to and from work, he was taking that route late one night. He was so tired from work and having to drive an hour to and from that he fell asleep while he was driving home to Barstow. He ended up crashing his big red truck on that stretch of road and no one found him until the next morning. But at that point, the old man had died from his injuries. When that person found him, they didn't have any service so they had to drive back to Baker before he could let anyone know what happened to the man. The rumor is the old man is angry no one saved him, that the one person who found him ended up leaving, even though they were going to tell someone about the crash, so now the old man haunts that stretch of the freeway. No one takes that route after dark anymore because of the old man. They don't want to see him. She thinks that is another reason as to why the old man sticks around. Did the old man somehow find out we were going to be driving that same road at some point in our trip? Did he follow us throughout the drive to make sure we stopped to get some sleep? Why did we see him in different states? No one can really explain that part. The clerk starts talking about how she is surprised we made it all the way here after that. No one usually makes it out of there alive after the old man gets to them. He doesn't go away. Sir? We heard behind us. Sir? Nothing is wrong with the car. The mechanic said. It looks good, I can't find anything wrong with it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Undead Ventures and the Tale of, It Doesn't Go Away. If you have an idea for a short spooky story, send a message on Twitter or Instagram. Make sure you come back for the next episode, I will see you then. Stay spooky. Rowan. Rowan.